as we continue with our look at the nativity through the, the lens of some favorite Christmas carols, today we come to What Child Is This? It was written, the lyrics were written in the 19th century, but it was written uh, around the music of a song going back at least to the 1500s, which many of us know as Greensleeves. It is a beautiful, beautiful melody. The opening of this carol speaks to me of, of bewilderment and surprise. God's done something totally unexpected beyond anyone's understanding of how he would work on behalf of his people. What child is this? The nativity story shows us that mystery is shrouded in the ordinary. To see God in a manger opens our eyes to see him everywhere. It also shows us that God works in the hidden and the small things, not usually in the ways we expect. The Christmas story begins with a striking contrast. At first, the angel comes to Zechariah to announce the coming birth of John the Baptist. Now, it was announced to him in the temple in Jerusalem. This was the whole center of Jewish religion. And it was announced to a very prominent priest, and he doesn't believe. Next, we see the angel Gabriel come to a young, single girl from the servant class named Mary. Instead of coming to the temple, he comes to a very obscure town in the north, Nazareth, which, by the way, is never even once mentioned in the Old Testament. But this time, Mary believes. So from the beginning, the sign of the new covenant is lowliness. What the world sees as insignificant, God declares as highly favored. He says this, highly favored one, to this young peasant girl. It is the meek and the lowly who will inherit the earth, Jesus tells us in the Beatitudes. Now, Joseph Ratzinger expressed this beautifully when he said, the real and the highest values occur in this world precisely under the sign of low, lowliness, hiddenness, and silence. The great thing about which the destiny and history of the world hangs is that which appears small in our eyes. In Bethlehem, God, who had chosen the small, forgotten people of Israel as his people, finally made the sign of littleness the decisive sign of his presence in the world. From the very beginning of the gospel story, God celebrates the lowly and invites them to believe not only in him, but in their blessedness. When the world says, you're at the bottom, God says, no, no, you are blessed, you are chosen, you are beloved. 
but this will always be challenged by the world around us. Mary and Joseph, after all, are poor. In fact, when they dedicated Jesus at the temple, rather than the expected lamb, all they could afford were two small pigeons. And then believing believing the angel cost Mary and cost Joseph their reputation, because after all, she wasn't married. Believing and following cost them their very freedom. They fled to Egypt as the first political refugees in the New Testament. From the very beginning, Jesus identifies in a special way with the poor and the shamed and the lowly and the outcast and the oppressed. Who were the first to hear the angel's declaration, glory to God in the highest? It was the shepherds. Now, the shepherds were the outcasts of their day. They were the the unwashed. Notice the gospel begins and ends outside the city, beyond the walls, outside the status quo, the accepted social norms. But besides lowliness, the nativity not only reminds us of how God values hiddenness. His birth was almost in total secret. Certainly, it was only for those who could see. It's no coincidence that Bethlehem was only a few short miles from the center of the Jewish religion, yet none of the scribes who dedicated their whole lives to studying the scriptures discerned what a poor young couple from an obscure town in the north, what outcast shepherds, nor what astronomers from Persia could see. So much of God's eternal, heavenly activity is hidden and small. And this is why it's so easy to miss it. So this carol takes me back to where I started this week. The need for me to embrace silence. It's in the silence that the word breaks in. It's in the silence I begin to see the small and hidden things. It's in the silence that the eyes of my heart are lifted up to what is ultimately eternal and infinite and will never be hidden.